0: It has been so long since I have recorded a podcast. And that ended when I took my trip to France, which was last July, maybe, August. And I've taken a little pause because my business has taken a bit of a shift and I needed to integrate a lot of the work I was doing before trying to speak from that place. But today I'm going to talk about something that has really set me free. Um, my teacher gave me an adjustment around something that I think everyone is prone to forget and especially if you're in the wellness industry i think you can get lost chasing this like perfect state perfect health or a perfect body or perfect wealth perfect relationship whatever it is and and you can forget that you are an entire spectrum of human being for a reason. And that being a good girl or a good boy or a good little human, it doesn't actually like mean anything. So if you, you know, have convinced yourself that like a good person only works every day and, pays everything on time and is very respectful to everyone and is never late and is very polite and, you know, that life has afforded you, like, zero connection and you feel disconnected from just life in general. That can be because you weren't just meant to be a robot. You weren't meant to just live in this one pole of human existence that tends to only value the good, the light, the perfection, the high performance, the attractive, all that stuff. The problem when you focus on only that stuff is that you miss out on its opposite spectrum. The wild, the messy, the chaos, the you know, unproductive, the unplanned, the anger and grief and sadness and these other really juicy human experiences that are what define how deeply you will feel the positive experiences so if you've only ever tried to make a life with positive experiences and you've completely avoided any type of the darker quote-unquote experiences what you can find in people is that they start kind of like numbing out to life, like a life with zero risk, a life with zero introspection and zero interpersonal confrontation from like a really true place tends to leave people feeling like numb. A lot of people tend to feel this even when they're making a lot of money and have a job they should love and, and they're not happy. But nothing's wrong. And all this to say that all of last year, I was unwinding social conditioning around food restriction. As a past nutritionist in another life, I had gotten to the point where I was studying so many different nutritional scientifically backed philosophies that would contradict each other that i had gotten to this point where all everything was dangerous like there was no safe food and that's not a great place to be if you can imagine but this is a great example of what can happen in general um when you're just trying to only live in one pole. Instead of, like, listen to what's true in your body. So last year, my whole journey was, like, I had to lean into the opposite and eat, like, only junk food and not work out. And previous to that, I don't know how long you've been following my stuff, but previous to that, I hadn't gone more than six, four to six days without working out in, like, a decade. And it was that's all very shining socially encouraged and good for my job at the time but what that regimen was covering was like this terror of like who would i be if i wasn't that way and i got to really face that last year and feed my body whatever it wanted so that i could learn to really listen to the fucking truth and i have to tell you something like Hmm. your willingness to really feed yourself like the truth of, of what your body needs in the moment it just reflects in all these different places like the permission to practice the trust that you can eat what you truly are led to eating and not die from it not become unhealthy not become whatever the fuck the narrative is um it's a it's a daily practice on trust trust that your body knows better than your mind trust that um we're not some like out of control ego that just will without restriction and discipline like kill us (laughs) it's just not The truth, there's wisdom in our bodies, and I see it every day in my own body work, but also in body work with other people done over Zoom, which I think is fascinating because these people are, because of COVID, a lot of body workers um, went online to teach their wisdom. I'm integrating into my coaching some of that. And when I teach it to someone, they have to use their own hands instead of, you know, receive fully from someone else, which obviously has its own benefits. But they have to use their own hands to really connect with their tissue and fucking move shit around and really listen. And I just see the most marvelous, awe-inspiring results from the simple practice of, like, touch. And it's not erotic touch, although that's got it. Obviously, it's it's um, benefits as well. But it's literally just getting your fingers in your tissue and just, just really getting to know your body, your physical body. Before I started this work, there was a time where I, I hadn't moved my face skin without like delicacy in my whole adult life and i'm talking this is not so long ago and your tissue actually needs to be moved and massaged and we've got lymph nodes running through our bodies like a circulation system but our circulation system has a pump that pumps fresh delicious oxygen all through our body and detoxifies us your lymph system does not it needs you to massage it and move it in order to move lymph fluid around And (laughs) I got a little off track here, but what I was trying to say with the food thing is if you can't allow yourself trust and permission around taste, like how do you think that that impacts the permission you allow yourself in who you engage with, in what you do in life, in the jobs you pursue, in leaving incompatible things, in the way that you have sex, like It all affects, it all affects everything. And at the very beginning, I started talking about the spectrum of our humanity because this was the little gift, I I won't say it's little, it's enormous, gift I got from my teacher, which was just the goal is not to be perfect, right? And I know this. I live this, I know this, but I didn't know this to the extent that she teaches it, which is like, There's a part of you, of your human, let's call it, that knows exactly what it wants to do. And sometimes what it wants to do is unreasonable, destructive, and chaotic. And it's like, you know, go all the way down a rabbit hole with an addiction. Or completely lose yourself in a relationship. Or not move from from the couch for months and months and months and months and months um it's just whatever the human wants like there might be actual wisdom in allowing the full 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 fucking thing and people are afraid that if you do that like you'll never come back I do think with some addictions that's the case. We're talking like heroin and meth and stuff like that. But, but with a lot of them, what I'm seeing now is just once you have permission for it, the desire to do it actually diminishes an insane amount. Like the forbidden registers in our body, like this thing, this hypercharged thing that we cannot have. So it just becomes a pedestalized desire that isn't actually ingrained with truth it's just ingrained with the sensation of the forbidden and we see this manifest all the time sexually um but in just general human desire to be messy to be mean to be angry to be chaotic to be lazy to be all the things like there might be some serious wisdom at the bottom of that thing like your human body might just need to experience like what's at the very bottom of that addiction so that they never go back to it again I do have seen that time and time again um, but there's just so much more permission there to just enjoy the quote unquote darker spectrums of our humanity a little bit more and I think that takes a certain amount of mastery and, and education. I don't think we teach children really how to experience grief in the way it's meant to be experienced. But grief is it's pretty brief. It's, um, it'll like come on, and then if you allow it and don't attach story to it, then it moves through you in a short amount of time, and it, then it's just done. And it's like an intensity, it may be tears, it might be rage, whatever the feeling sensationally is, and then your body metabolizes it and it's done. And then it'll come back as many times as it needs to, but but really it's a it's quite like your body just knows what to do with it. Now we've made it so fucking complicated because we we attach identity and stories in, and around these sensations and it's not polite to feel them in certain places and, you know, what does it mean if you cry all the time and all these identity ego-based stories that really just get in the way of the body doing what it needs to do um, and just cause a lot more suffering. One of the most interesting things I've seen is just how... People who think that they're lazy and that they need a bunch of discipline and, like, really need to, like, go hard on themselves typically need to just sit the fuck down and watch, like, months and months and months of TV and rest. And then one day they're just fucking done. You know, so people call this depression and there are different levels of depression I'm not gonna categorically lump everything into one, but the ways that I've worked with it and the ways that I've seen it, even in the most intensive depression cases I've worked with, is that the permission to actually just go and 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 like be do what the body wants even if it's nothing at all, eventually it like finishes, just abruptly stops, and then one day they're done and then one day they're like, Okay. Now what? Um, I think there's so much beauty in this and I'm not sure I'm able to communicate yet in words just how powerful this adjustment was because the way I approach things is typically like very intense <laughs> I'm ADD and actually what they've broken down around ADD isn't that you can't put your attention on anything, it's just that it has to be something that that interests you, and then you hyper-focus only on that thing. And that's very much my experience of it. And when it comes to the journey I'm on being a teacher, being a coach, being a guide around existential, just existence, um, I, I have basically looked at my body and my being as the main canvas so when I work with any one modality I will go fucking full in and go as far as I can on my body even when my body's like please fucking stop woman Um, and I just need to rest I will be taught that lesson over and over again but but with this teacher I don't even think that's possible, honestly. And you can message me if you'd like her name um, or her information. But um, I'm in a longer journey with her, about two to three years. And, And just the permission, not even just the permission, actually, the almost requirement to acknowledge what my human actually wants to do that isn't in alignment with what my teacher or coach or inner guide wants to do or thinks we should do. And then the ownership of those desires and then the permission if I want to go and pursue those desires. Um, No matter how chaotic or destructive or messy. And what I have found is that in the permission, I, I actually don't want anything different than what i have but i relate to those desires in a in a kind of like a fascinated way and i know that i could go there if i wanted to and that just feels fucking epic like it feels delicious it feels like like i'm seeped in trust that not only would i be able to handle if i wanted to do any number of things i i don't do on purpose but that i would have the permission to fully enjoy it and like go all the way down know that i'll just rebuild again i'm about to publish a post um called an ode to my human where i am going to be very honest about the different my unique spectrum of humanity and how half of me only wants to eat clean foods and live in a forest and hunt my own food and and just get my hands in the earth and like blah and then the other half loves bougie bathtubs and delicious food and restaurants and going out and dancing to house music in a warehouse and And there are multiple levels. I won't give too much away. But I think it's a fascinating exercise. And I highly, highly, highly suggest you sit down and you write out all the things that you want in life that you, like, think you are working towards and you're proud of being or not proud of being. And then all of the things that you would, like, never give yourself permission to desire but you've kind of always been pulled towards. And just... Do it with some curiosity. Do it with a sense of humor. And have some fucking fun with it. I think that's all for tonight. I hope you guys are having a good 2022. And I'll be back on soon.